Welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. I'm your host, Claire Sieber, global career and leadership coach, facilitator, speaker, and founder of Eating Your Cake 2, a business focused on helping you sell yourself with more confidence and take control of your career and leadership success. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to amplify your influence, accelerate your career growth, create real presence and have a true impact by learning the tools and strategies that you need to show up with more courage, more confidence and more clarity. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, lovely human. How are you? I hope you are well and welcome to the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. We are in episode 12 and today's topic is all about how to say no to somebody without feeling guilty after. Now, truth be told, this is something that I still struggle with. The eternal optimist who thinks that they can fit everything in and the people pleaser in me still struggles with the concept of saying no, but it certainly is something that I've worked on over the years and have become a hell of a lot better at. So if you are somebody who's listening right now and you know that you struggle to say no, either in your professional or your personal life, then this is the episode for you because I am going to give you a handy framework that is easy to remember and it is something that you can take and use wherever you need to when you find yourself in a situation where you need to say no because you just don't have the capacity to do something or gasp, gasp from the crowd, maybe you just don't want to do something. So that is what we're talking about today. But before we get into that, I just want to do a big thank you to the people that have been sending reviews into the podcast and even to the wonderful people that flick me uh, DMs either on Instagram or LinkedIn to tell me that they've been listening in and that they've been implementing some of the actions and the tools and the tactics that I give you in these podcast episodes. I cannot tell you how much it means to me and it is truly the reason why I continue to show up and deliver in this podcast is because my mission is to elevate as many women as I can into game-changing career and leadership positions globally. And so if you're enjoying these podcasts, please continue to listen in. Please continue to flick me a note, flick me a DM, an email, whatever floats your boat and tell me what it is about the podcast that you're loving. But also please let me know if there are ever any ideas that you have for topics that you'd like me to cover or for guests that you'd love to see on the podcast, I am all ears. If I can make that happen, I will absolutely do so for you. So thank you again. If you haven't given the podcast a review yet and you are enjoying it, please do so. Jump onto Apple or Google, Spotify, wherever you like to listen and give it a five-star rating or a review as well. It really does mean the world to me. Now, today, as I said, we are talking all things, how to say no to someone without feeling guilty. Now, the people pleasers that are listening in are probably already having sweaty palms and thinking about, oh, oh my Lord, saying no to somebody is terrifying for me because we draw a long bow between asserting ourselves and saying no 
all the way through to if I say no, I'm going to upset someone. If I upset somebody, they might not like me anymore. If they don't like me anymore, I don't know how I'm going to deal with that. So if you're sitting there nodding along and that is kind of you go from zero to 100 that quickly when you think about saying no to somebody because you feel like you're letting them down. I hear you. I see you. I've been you. And from time to time, I still am. And when we're wired in such a way where we want to do everything, right? My Enneagram, for anyone that's heard of the Enneagram tool, I'm Enneagram 7. And for me, it's like, I just want to do all the things all the time, as well as my secondary Enneagram profile is number two. So I also want to be there for everybody. I, I get joy out of seeing other people happy. And so combine these together, and it can sometimes be a recipe of disaster where I want to do all the things and I want to please all the people. And so when it comes to needing to say, no, because I either just do not have the capacity to fit something in or shock. Maybe I just don't want to do it. That is something that I struggle with as well. So if you're listening in, please know that you're not alone, but please also know that in order for us to continue to demonstrate respect for ourselves and to demonstrate assertiveness in the way that we show up, saying no is just part and parcel of that. And if there are people who cannot accept when you do not have the capacity to do something or you just don't want to, then that's probably a reflection of some of the relationships that we may need to look at in our lives in a little bit more detail. Somebody gave me a piece of advice once and it's always stuck with me. And for any of my clients that are listening in and I've said this to them, uh, I'm sure that they were hit where it hurts, just like I was when it was said to me. And that advice was, if you keep giving, people will keep taking. And that is your fault, not theirs. I'm going to say it again so it's really heard. If you keep giving, people will keep taking. And that is your fault, not theirs. Because when we don't set a boundary, when we don't hold a boundary, when we just say yes to everything all the time and then we suffer in silence, then we're saying to people that it's okay, that what they're asking for is okay because we've not been assertive and we've not said no and we've not set a boundary. We've just continued to say, yep, no problem, no problem, I can meet that deadline, no problem, I can squeeze that one more event into my already jam-packed social schedule and then we suffer in silence. And all those people know who made those requests of us is that we said yes. And if I said yes to this thing, then I might say yes to the next thing. So they're going to continue to ask and we're going to continue to say yes, because we don't have the confidence or the assertiveness to say no and to hold a boundary. So if that sounds like you, I encourage you to really start thinking about how you can implement the framework that I'm about to share with you into your professional and your personal life. Even more so to that, if you know that setting boundaries, that people pleasing, that constantly just saying yes to things when all you really want to say is no, is something that you really struggle with, then perhaps it is time to take a step back and think about what do I need to start doing differently in order to respect myself and my time a little bit more? What do I need to start doing differently in order to build up potentially my self-confidence, my self-worth, my self-esteem, to feel that I have the right to say no, because you do. 
just as much as everybody else does too. So I want you to think about the last time that somebody asked you to do something and you said yes, when all you really wanted to say was no. But instead, you smiled through the pain, you nodded and said, yep, no worries, I can fit that in. Have you got one? I bet you do. I can think of like 10. <laughs> so what I want you to think about now, I want you to reflect on what did you say in that circumstance? Was it something along the lines of, yeah, no problem, absolutely not a problem, but on the inside you were panicking? Or were you a little bit passive aggressive where you sort of said no, but then you actually still said yes, right? So you were externally compliant, but you were internally aggressive, internally angry, probably at yourself for, for not being able to say no, possibly angry at that person for not being able to read your mind and know that you didn't have the capacity, right? These are all of the opportunities that we have to reflect on to know and manage our own emotions in the moment so that we can, in that moment, say, I cannot do this for you. And then not feel guilty for it after because we know that we have the right to say no. To be truly assertive and to be truly able to step into our own assertive power, we have to fundamentally believe that we have the right to decline things that we have the right to say no. And that doesn't make us unhelpful. It doesn't make us difficult. And it is certainly not a reason for people to decide that they don't like us. And if they do, that says more about them than what it does about you. So here is a little framework for you to try the next time you want to say no to something, but you struggle to do it with confidence and without that feeling of guilt haunting you after. So part one of this framework is to start with what you are willing to do, right? For the people pleasers in us who panic at the thought of upsetting somebody or letting somebody down, this is perfect for you because you're actually starting your sentence with what you can do for somebody instead of what you can't do or you won't do. Right? So part one of this framework is to start with what you are willing to do. And I'm going to put all of this together for you in an example shortly. Part two, drum roll, <laughs> is that you do actually need to say no. In order to ensure that your message has been heard, you do actually need to say no. You need to ensure that the other party does really understand that you cannot help them in the way that they are asking. And so that means that you need to say, no, that you won't be attending. No, I'm not free. No, I can't drop everything and help you right now. Whatever it might be, right? You can put this into your own words. But part two of this framework is that it must be clear enough for the other party to understand that you are saying no, okay? So part one is starting with what you are willing to do. Part two is that you actually do need to say no, okay? Part three is we explain the reason why. So we actually just give a reason why as to what the reason is that we can't help right now, right? So perhaps it is that you're already under the pump with, with work. Perhaps you've got a pressing deadline that you've got to meet for something that's already a priority. You can't drop everything right now to help somebody else with their work, right? 
Or maybe you're just not interested in going to an event that somebody's asking you to go to. Maybe you just don't want to. You've been busy, your social schedule's already rammed, and you just haven't got the capacity to fit something else in, right? So whatever it is, this is the part where we just explain our reasoning. Now, I'm not suggesting we waffle on and, dig and, and talk ourselves into a hole about all the reasons why we feel we need to over-explain. This is a sentence. It's just a sentence explaining your reasoning. And then part four of this framework is that we remind the person again of what we are willing to do. So at this point, we circle back to point one, right? Which was starting with what you are willing to do. And we remind that person of how we can help them, right? So the person who's asking for something from us that we can't help with that specific request, we remind them with what we are prepared to offer or what we are prepared to do. What this does is it leaves the conversation in a good place, in a positive, in a proactive place with you holding a boundary, with you being assertive, but still being flexible. So to recap this four part framework, when we want to say no without the guilt, here is your four steps. Step one, start with what you are willing to do. Step two, you actually do need to say no. Step three, explain your reason why. And then step four, remind the person again of what you are willing to do. So let me play this out to you. If you're sitting there sweating at the thought of doing this, if you're just imagining trying to do this with a difficult colleague at work or, or your manager or whoever it might be, don't panic. Take a breath and let me walk you through this framework with an example. So let's pretend a peer at work has asked you to do something for them at really short notice, but you are already swamped with your own workload and you've already got a pressing deadline that you cannot move, right? So your colleague comes over to you and they say, hey, Joan, would you be please, 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 please be able to help me the Savo with this report? I know you've shown me before, but I just can't quite remember how to do it, right? So that's the request of you. Drop everything and help Joan with a report that you've shown her before but she's forgotten how to do, right? Old you would be panicking on the inside and you would know that I don't have the time to do this. I do not have the capacity to do this, but I'm gonna say yes to Joan because I don't wanna upset her because I'm scared to hold a boundary. New you, new you, who now knows this wonderful framework might say something like, hey Sally, I would absolutely be able to help you with this tomorrow afternoon at say two o'clock, but I can't help you today. I'm currently under the pump big time with end of month deadlines. Let me know though, if you still need a hand tomorrow and I would be happy to help. Do you see how all four parts of that framework just played out in three sentences, right? So we said what we, we started off with what we could do. We said, I could help you tomorrow afternoon at 2 p.m. We then said no, where we said, but I can't help you today. We then explained our reasoning when we said, I'm currently under the pump big time with end of month deadlines. And then we restated what we could do when we said, let me know though, if you still need a hand tomorrow and I'd be happy to help, right? So, you can see how this framework is something that you can use for everything, 
personal life, professional life, family, whatever it is, this is how you can say no without feeling guilty. This is how you can say no and hold a boundary and be assertive in your own needs without feeling like you're letting people down and that that potentially could then translate into this fear that you may be holding about them not liking you. Because we're still helping, we're still giving options. It is not our job to always put ourselves last and drop everything that we need for that person right now. But if you're somebody who knows that you've got a repeated pattern where you haven't held a boundary, this might feel a little bit challenging for you at first. It might take a couple of goes. It might mean that you're having a little bit of inner dialogue after where you're worried about what might happen. But do it anyway. Trust yourself and trust that even by saying no here, you're actually also still saying yes. You're still giving people the help that they're asking for. Just not right here, right now, in this second, in this moment, where they're asking you to drop everything to help, right? Let's take a personal example, right? Let's say, I don't know, you've got a friend who's asking you to go somewhere and gasps from the crowd, maybe you just don't wanna go, right? And old you would have just said yes to everything all the time because you don't wanna upset your friends. New you, who now knows this framework, is going to use it and not feel guilty after, right? So let's say your friend comes to you and they say, hey Susie, I'm heading to the art gallery tomorrow in Carlton, you should come with, it's gonna be great to catch up. Maybe you don't like art. Maybe you don't wanna go to the gallery and you'd really like to just chill out on your Sunday afternoon after what has been a big week, right? So your response could just be, hey Fiona, I would be super keen to catch up for a coffee tomorrow morning if you're free, but I'm not really keen on heading to the art gallery today. Have the best time. Let me know if you're free tomorrow though, and we can meet at Sunnyside Up Cafe. You've used the framework, right? What I can do, what I'm not doing, I've given a reason why, and then I've given an alternative again of what I can do. This is assertiveness in action. This is saying no and holding a boundary without holding the after guilt. So how do you feel having seen this play out with a couple of examples? It's not too bad, right? This is something you can do. This is absolutely a muscle that you can build. Using this framework to say no should not in any way make you feel guilty. Because as I said before, you're providing an alternative. You've not said no, never. You've just said no, not specifically to what you're asking me or no, not now. So often the guilt from saying no to others is more about ourselves than what it is about the individual. We place so much fear on how we think people might react to us or respond to us when we say no, when in actual fact, 99% of the time, when we say to someone, oh, I'm sorry, I just haven't got capacity for that right now, I could help you next week, people are like, oh, no worries, it's not urgent anyway, right? But we turn ourselves into a tizzy, thinking that we have to be all things to all people all the time because of our fear of how they may respond to us. And we then are measuring ourselves based on how we think, but don't know, but think people may respond. We internalize 
we make assumptions about what people, how people might react to us holding a boundary. When the majority of the time, people are perfectly accepting. So that is a lot to take in. And I hope that you are thinking about the times that you can start to implement this four step framework in the way you show up at work and in your personal life. If you're sitting here listening to this potty and you are sweating still at the thought of doing this, if you know that holding a boundary, communicating assertively is something that you struggle with, then please reach out to me and let's have a chat. Book a call in my calendar. I will happily talk you through some of the ways in which I can serve you and support you to get on top of this and start driving a better boundary in your career, in your leadership and in your life. Well, that is it for today's episode. I hope you've been able to take some practical tools away from this and you implement them into your world. If you've got any questions, please reach out to me. I am here for you. I believe in you and I know that you can do this because you already are. That's it for today, my friends. Take care and I will see you soon. Well, that's it for another episode of the Eating Your Cake 2 podcast. It has been amazing to have you here and I am so grateful for you taking the time to pop me in your ears as you go about your day or night. Remember to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Eating Your Cake 2 and if we aren't connected on LinkedIn yet, reach out and say hi. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, then I would love if you would leave me a review so that others can find the podcast and come and hang out with me here too. Until next episode, you've got this, you can do it, you are doing it. And remember to sell yourself with confidence.